Hey guys, before we get started with this week's episode, don't forget to check out our Instagram at BFS Diaries Podcast or send us any emails or questions to our email, BFS Diaries Podcast at gmail.com. Back, everyone. Um, we actually didn't film last week, so we took a break for a week, but we are back. And we are really excited to talk about some good, juicy topics for you guys. And I'm sure a lot of you guys will be able to relate to these. So I'm extremely excited for this episode. And yeah, what about you, Vanessa? I'm excited. I feel like it was kind of like a break when we did all the games and stuff, which is like really fun. But I'm kind of glad we're like going back into our regular scheduled topics again. Yes. So you want to let them know what today's topic is about? Okay. So we're bringing it back with the topic about men, but I think we said we were going to talk about ghosting, red flags, Mm -hmm. turn off, basically the cons of everything that people experience when they're dealing with men. Yes. So honestly, we can probably, I feel like we should probably start with red flags because I feel like that kind of can go into ghosting or I don't know I guess it depends on how you look at it but like what do you want to talk about first um honestly I mean I feel like red flags I feel like that we could like literally go on and on about so I was thinking maybe I mean we can either start off with it or maybe we can end with it I really don't care where we start honestly all of them kind of just they're all just kind of intertwined Okay, so let's just talk about ghosting. Um, ghosting, honestly, it's crazy to think about the word ghosting because <laughs> literally Ariana plays literally, oh, I can't say Alexa because you can hear me, but literally it reminds me of Ariana's song, Ghosting. But it's funny because, honestly, I hadn't experienced ghosting until I feel like this, like, pandemic hit. Like, real ghosting. Like, mm. to the point How where about, like, like Let's kind of, like, give, like, okay, like, what, for people that don't necessarily know exactly what ghosting is, though, like, what would you say is ghosting? So, ghosting, for me, this is not, like, a Google definition, but ghosting, to me, is when someone literally leaves you, like, hanging, and they don't, like, they leave you hanging, and they don't pick the conversation back up. So, that can include just, like, leaving you on red and never talking to you again, or, like, I feel like a lot of people think ghosting is when, like, they literally, like, delete you. So, like, when you're talking Mm -hmm. to someone on an app, for example, they'll literally just, like, unfollow you. And, like, you'll go to click their profile or you'll go to click the chat and, like, it's literally not there. Like, they literally ghosted you. Like, a ghost. They're not Mm -hmm. there anymore. So, that's, like, what ghosting is for me. I would say it's more, like, it's happened both ways for me. Like, they either just don't respond and... Mm -hmm. I, it's kind of just dead, and it's like, okay, whatever. Or it's just like they unfollow you or delete you. Mm. Okay. Um, yeah, and I was saying, like, I had never experienced the whole, like, ghosting aspect of, like, them unfollowing me and deleting me until this whole pandemic happened. Like, I never knew what it felt like to, like, actually click someone's profile, and you can't click it anymore because they're not there. <laughs> like, I yeah. literally, the first time that happened – I kind of felt some type of way, like, oh yeah, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a, like a punch in the chest, because it's like, bro, what, like, you start to question yourself, and you're, you're like, what did I do to, like, deserve to be ghosted, mm-hmm. um, 
and that actually happened to me a couple days ago where it's like I noticed if you're not in the same like town for me like if I'm not in the same town as someone and like I'll be talking to them and I'll like swipe them whatever and they'll be like hey so where do you live and I'll be like Atlanta and then they just ghost me oh okay like because I guess like I mean which honestly that makes sense for me because it's like I get it like if you're not in the same area like I mean whatever but for me it's like 50% 50 percent of me wants to say ghosting is cowardly because it's like why don't you just tell the person but at the same time it's easy yeah okay it's like so funny you literally just said that you said it's easy and it's cowardly because I so like in the beginning of the pandemic I matched with this guy I don't remember which at I think it was tinder and I like talked to him for like a month or so and then I kind of just like left it hanging because it just got so boring to me mm-hmm. and I mean I don't think this is about me but like I think he's just had a lot of experiences with this because he posted on his story actually kind of recently and he said ghosting in this generation has become so common and I feel like it's such a coward way to like get out of basically just letting someone know like hey I'm just not feeling you anymore or like Mm. hey like I don't think it's gonna go anywhere I mean I think he's more I think he's more talking about maybe people like you've been talking to for a minute and then they just kind of like ghost you but like yeah I agree if it's just like on the app and it's not gonna go anywhere then maybe it's not that bad like I don't know what do you think I feel like Okay, I feel like ghosting can be seen, like, because sometimes the conversation just kind of, like, slowly dies, and, like, I feel like, wait, what was the question? <laughs> I guess just, like, like you said, like, you think it's, like, 50% cowardly, and the other 50% is, like, ah. okay, sometimes it's, it is kind of appropriate. Okay, so, yeah, I think 50% of it's cowardly. So, for example, like I told you, I was talking to Vanessa about this the other day. I was watching this YouTuber, her name is Michelle Choi. There's, like, two Michelle Choi's, but, like, she's Kim Ty's best friend. Anyway, she made a video, like, a get ready with me, and she was, like, literally, she was get, getting ready on Insta Live with her followers, and she was, like, talking about her date and how excited she was. And, mind you, this guy, her and this guy had been talking. They literally made plans. They, he was, like, telling her to meet him here, blah, blah, blah. As soon as she had gotten off the live, she literally went to check his message to see, like, if they were still on for the night, and he literally blocked her. Like, Mm. he deleted everything, he blocked her, and for me, that's a cowardly way to ghost someone. Like, literally, if you don't want to, like, hang out with me, if you don't want to meet up with me that day, hell, if you don't even, like, want to talk to me, I'd rather you just literally say that after I got ready and spent all this time and energy investing this to this date than for you to delete me. But I feel like sometimes, like I said before, if it's just, like, the conversation dies or, like... Or if you, the guy says something inappropriate. That's what she said, too. She was mm-hmm. like, I could understand if, like, the guy, like, cursed me out or said something inappropriate or sexually, like, did something. Then, yeah, I'll ghost your ass. But, like, for you to do that is just cowardly. Yeah. In my opinion. Okay. So when when do you think it's, like, I guess, let's say, like, you were talking to a guy on the app and the conversation was okay, but let's say it was just boring. Do you think you should still tell him that you, like, kind of don't think it's going to go anywhere what if it's like early on and that's kind of where I'm like I said cowardly and the other 50% low-key is like shady because it's like at that point it's like okay I feel like I low-key don't want to because it's like more energy being like hey it's boring like let's not talk like that's awkward so sometimes I feel like it's like 50% awkward too 
Mm-hmm. I'm like saying 50, 50, 50%, but you guys know what I mean. Like, it's 50% is awkward because it's like, you're not going to just sit up here and tell someone like, hey, I don't think we're like vibing, so I'm going to delete you. It's easier just mm-hmm. to delete them. But it is kind of mm-hmm. shitty to be on the other end of things because I've been there, especially if the other person feels like you're vibing. Like, that's the thing. Like, someone else can feel like you're vibing and you're over here like they're boring as hell. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And like, and people could be like, you don't owe it to them. Like, they don't owe it to you. But I guess it's just, like, courtesy. Yeah, and also, like, I saw this thing on Twitter where someone, like, made a post about something similar to, like, ghosting. And they were saying, like, honestly, like, let's say, like, I don't know, the guy. Like, let's say you actually went on a date with the guy, right? And, like, mm-hmm. he just, like, wasn't feeling you. She was like, honestly, I'd rather be ghosted than a guy, like, literally tell me all the reasons why he wasn't, like, feeling me, you know? Mm. so I don't know I feel like some people like even if you get as far as as far as like going on a date with them I feel like they would prefer just to be ghosted and then there's people that are like no I want to know like what was up you know I feel like personally if I really liked the guy this might sound weird but if I really liked the guy I would actually want to know why like I would Mm. just want to know just to see like you know and it might not even be anything negative. Like, never know. But, like, if I didn't like the guy, I don't care if he ghosted me because it's like, okay, I don't like you anyways. But if mm-hmm. I, like, really was invested in this guy and, like I said, I was getting ready for this date, imagine you were on, like, even if you went on a second date and he ghosted you, like, you would want to know, like, what went wrong. Like, mm-hmm. That's and, true. you know, the crazy thing is sometimes it's not even – the crazy thing is sometimes it's not even – because I will say I've ghosted people. Like, I'm not afraid to admit it. Um sometimes it's not even, like, what they said or, like, anything. It's just literally, like, I just don't really see it going anywhere. So it's nothing, like, you did personally. It's mm-hmm. just, it's not, it's not going to work in my head. So I think also this day and age, like, our society, our our age group, it's just, like, dating in general is so difficult and so for us to sit here and analyze why someone ghosted us, it will literally make you go crazy. Yeah. Like, you just have to kind of get over it. Yeah. I feel like ghosting is just something where it is what it is. And, like, some people kind of just, like, don't even care. And some people, they take it, like, really personally. But have you heard the term haunting? No, that just sounds really scary. No. <laughs> Okay, so, like, basically, people are starting to come up with this new term called haunting, and it's, like, it's basically, like, ghosting, but they haven't taken you off the app. It's, like, you know those people where you may have matched with them, and maybe you have even, like, met up with them or not, and, Mm. I don't know, just, like, fell off, but, like, they still, like, watch your stories. They still, like, like your photos, but you just don't talk to them anymore. Oh, see, it's, like, those kind of people thing is to me I don't really have people that I talk to on like social media like that's one thing that I probably won't I'll continue not doing because I just personally don't like people looking at my stuff if I don't like talk to you like that so like I'll give them my snapchat but I don't post on snapchat you know what I mean so it's like they can't really Mm. see what I'm doing um but I will say it is kind of annoying I don't know if this kind of goes into that but like when they're still on the app and the conversation is still sitting there, like, two months later, and you haven't touched the combo, and they're still matched with you. I'm like... Okay, that's, like, 
literally I feel like that's me like if the conversation dies or like I just like get so bored of talking to them and I don't like talk to them anymore I literally just like leave it there like it takes a lot for me to like just unmatch them because like like you said kind of earlier like unless they're being like really disrespectful or like really freaking weird like that's when I like unmatch them but if it's just like whatever like I tend to just kind of like leave them there and like I even like have people like I don't know, at one point I had someone from, like, a year ago that I just, like, never deleted. We, like, both never deleted each other. It's so weird, but, like, yeah, I've had that. You know, it's funny you say that because I literally, I, like, and someone has asked me that because, like, oh, I think I was talking to this guy, and I had deleted him on the app because I just don't like to see people from, like, months and months on my time, like, on the app, like, actually see it. Like, I like to have it fresh. So, like, I'll just delete mm-hmm. you. Like, it's nothing personal. And I literally told him, I was like, it's literally nothing personal. I just don't, if I'm not talking to you, I don't want to see it. Like, it's just something that I don't know that I'm, it's always, because I'll literally tell you, Vanessa, I'm like, I'm going through my thing and I'm deleting people. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't want to see you. Um, but I just think, honestly, online dating, online talking, whatever you want to call it, is just a shit show, honestly. Like, it's way more difficult like if people aren't on these apps like and you were to explain if someone would be like hey should I get a tender should I get a hint like how is it like it's a literal um, roller coaster ride like mm. and you just can't get like you said you kind of just have to it is what it is like when someone goes to you someone um, ha- whatever haunting you whatever the word is <laughs> like you kind of just have to like not take it personal and keep it moving yeah yeah that's true I feel like also it's just kind of like with these apps, like you really, like you said, you really can't take it personal because like they're not your only match and you're not their only match. So like if someone better comes along, obviously you're going to put all your like more attention to the other person, you know? Exactly. So it's just like at the end of the day, until I meet you, until you're my boyfriend, I can't really, like, be mad or, do like, trust anything you say because at the end of the day, it's a freaking dating app. Like, I'm not the only girl on here. There's millions of people. Like, it's just, it is what it is. But, I mean, sometimes you get lucky and find the person that you're meant to be with. And, honestly, sometimes people probably most likely don't. Like, mm-hmm. because half the people on here are using this app to, like, fuck around. Let's be real. So it's like you're looking for something specific and they're not. So you just got to weed the bad ones out, which brings me to red flags because, Vanessa, I feel like you can really talk about red flags. Um, I don't know. For me, it's like I feel like I – I don't know. I feel like I've gotten better with red flags. Like in the beginning I saw them and I just ignored them, but I think I've gotten a lot more better at like, you know, seeing the red flags and kind of just like ignoring them now. Not ignoring them in the sense where it's, like, I don't care, but just, like, if I see red flags, I'm not going to, like, continue, like, effing around with you, basically, is what I'm saying. hmm Yeah, and I feel like red flags, like, I don't – see, it's, like, weird because I feel like red flags has such a harsh, like, meaning behind it, which it is, like, that, obviously. But I feel like red flags is so different to everyone. Like, you could think one thing is a red flag, and, like, to someone mm-hmm. else, like, they literally wouldn't care about that, you know? But I think also, like, for me, like, I think red flags, I strongly, like, stand by this. Like, red flags you see in the beginning of a guy 
tend to be the reason why things don't work out in the end. Like, let's say you get into a relationship with a guy and like you knew he had these red flags. Like, I guarantee you those red flags are going to be the reasons why y'all don't work out. Like I've seen Mm. it happen so many times. I've seen it with myself and I feel like that's why like you literally cannot like turn a blind eye to a red flag because so many times you hear women being like, I mean, it's just like he just does this. And then, like, that little thing becomes a big thing later on. Mm. Yeah, I was actually talking to my uncle, Uncle Al, today. He was literally like, can you <laughs> literally explain to me why, like, girls go after guys that just aren't in the same league as them? And I'm like, it's because people think that they're different. They dim, they dim it down. They dim things down to make it to make it convenient for the guy. And like we said, the red flags are there, but you think you're different. Sweetie, you're no different than the girl before you. You're probably no different than the girl after you. Like, you just have to go through the shit to understand it. But, like, my thing is, the first red flag, I'll give you that. Like, if you, like, kind of ignore it or you think that it's going to get better, then I give it to you. Like, I'll give it to people because, obviously, everyone has to go through that learning experience. So, the first one's, like, not on you. But if you keep repeating the same things you've done in your past and you don't see any different results, clearly something's wrong and clearly you need to really go with your instinct and be like, okay, the red flags are here for a reason and it's not going to change. So, mm-hmm. for example, if a guy is over here like, I am on the app because I, you know, I really, I don't want a relationship, you know, but I want to like kick you out. I want to have a good time, whatever. And the girls over here like, great, maybe that means, and I'm literally talking to myself, maybe that means that, like, potentially he could want a relationship. He literally told you he doesn't want one. And that doesn't mean that maybe it can't build into something eventually, but most likely it won't. So if you're sitting here wasting your time talking to this guy for a year, two years, whatever, and he still doesn't want to be in a relationship, at that point, it's your problem. Because he said that to you, but you chose Mm -hmm. to ignore it. Yeah. So it's just like Vanessa said, honestly, these red flags, it's really something you need to like really, really take seriously. And if it's something that you're not okay with, it's fine to let it go and move on to the next person. Because you will find someone that you won't see those red flags in and that'll be a good potential partner for you. Yeah, literally. I literally like wrote down some red flags. Do you want to like get into some like red flags that we think are like things you should yeah okay so the first some of the things I have down like you've kind of already touched up on it but one thing we can just like go back and forth but one thing I Mm -hmm. put down was okay this is something that I actually was very naive to when I first started like really like talking to guys and like going out with them like I was so naive to this I put down Mm -hmm. when the talking stage lasts longer than a couple months or even like th- more than like three months like mm. I feel like that is so long now that I think about it like I thought it was mm. the norm to be like in the talking stage for a couple months like we see where it goes like blah blah and this is why I think it's a red flag so if a guy now that I think about it I feel like if I'm and I'm talking about if I'm consistently like going out with you I see you like mm-hmm. every so often like if it takes you longer than three months to still see where it goes and not know if you want to be with me or not, I feel like that's a red flag. Like 
we went three months and you still don't know if you want to be with me. What's another three months going to do? Nothing, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And like, I used to be so naive in this. And I can honestly say like both times when I've been like fully invested in someone, the talking stage has lasted longer than it needed to. Like literally one has lasted like so long and another has lasted like a year it's so embarrassing now that I think about it but it's like you just have this hope because they just tell you like we're seeing it where it goes blah blah that's cute in the beginning but then when it starts lasting longer than a couple months though like that's when you need to look you know at what's really like you don't really want to be with me it's what? really interesting it's really interesting you said that because once again I was watching this YouTuber Michelle Choi She wasn't necessarily on a dating app. She was on a dating app, but she was, like, I guess she, like, um, met a guy. It was, like, kind of a mutual friend, but they weren't, like, they didn't go there to meet each other. They just were with each other, like, with their friends. And, like, they literally started talking, and, like, the next day they went on a date. The next week they went on another date. And they think they went on three dates, and they decided to be together, and they've been together for, like, two years. So my thing is, like, like you said, I mean, I get it. Some people may need a little bit longer to, like, feel the person out. But, like, you know when you know. If you want – you know, first of all, if you want to be in a relationship or not. Like, you already know that before you're, like, when you start talking to someone. And if you don't know that, it's either you want to fuck around, you want to be in a relationship, or you want to see where something goes. But my thing is you can't be, like, seeing where something goes, like Vanessa said, for six months to a year. Like, what is that doing? Mm-hmm. Like, how how much more do you need to see? Like, I don't understand. So at that point, if a guy was, like, not giving me an answer, like, and he kept saying things in my ear, like, oh, I like you. I want to see where this goes. I was like, honestly, you have two options, either to be with me now or not, because I was like, Vanessa, I literally talked to that guy. Remember Jeff for six months? Do you remember that? Wait, what? Sorry, you, like, cut out. I said, do you remember the guy, Jeff? Oh, gosh. I said Jeff. Who was that? It was this guy from San Francisco. Oh, my. Okay, but weren't you guys, like, what was that? I don't know. Okay, so that's, like, I don't I, Like, that's the crazy thing. It's, like, I, I guess for me, a red flag, like, Vanessa said one of her red flags, for me, a red flag is kind of, like, to myself, is to let people know ahead of time kind of what you want. Because in the beginning, I always was like, I don't know. Like, I kind of just went on along with what they said and didn't, like, stand up for what I knew that I wanted. So I can't really sit here and blame them. But, like, that's something that I need to work on, a red flag for myself. Like, just saying, like, what I want, which I do now. I'm just, like, straight up what I want. And if that's not what you want, then cool. But mm-hmm. that's like, kind of a red flag for myself. Okay. So another red flag I have down is, this one's like crucial. Okay, so when he makes you second guess your intuition, like you ever have moments where it's like, you know, like in your gut, like something is up or you may have saw something, he may be acting sus with another girl and he's lying about it. Like, you know, like your intuition is like strong, but then he Mm -hmm. like makes you second guess it, which basically like, it like leads me to my next point. It's like, for instance, like, you know, when, I don't know, I've had conversations with guys and like just past relationships have like come up or the ex have come up and then they're like, oh yeah, Mm -hmm. she was crazy. Or like she was this, she was that. And the first thing I think about is like, 
okay, well, what did you do to make her crazy? You know, mm. like, you got to look at that because men love to be like, she was crazy, but it's like, this girl was not crazy until you made her crazy 90% of the time. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you, and these red flags, guys, that we're talking about, they're red flags for a reason. Like, literally, there's, there's a pattern. Like, patterns don't change overnight. Like, it takes a while. Like, this is a pattern that you see. And the more you keep talking to them, if you see these patterns, like Vanessa said, like, if they're like, oh, my ex is crazy, my ex is crazy, and they keep going on about it, it's like, okay, now, like, I need to know some backstory about this because there's a reason why she was – there's always a reason why. There's always a reasoning behind something. Now, like Vanessa said, 90% of the time, yeah, it could have been – it's probably him, and then, you know, maybe the next 10% of the time it was her. But at the end of the day, something made her crazy. So Exactly. I mean, yeah. there's times where people really be crazy on their own, but, like, from a lot of experiences I've seen, nah, the guy was tripping. The guy was the one that was crazy, literally. And they always want to, not always, because I don't want to keep using the word always, sometimes, because not all guys are the same, but being manipula- manipulated, like, that is like and it's hard because you don't know when you're being manipulated because that's why it's called manipulation and that's why people are good at it because they can get away with it but like if you start to like feel some type of way about you feeling like you could potentially be manipulated it's time for you to literally sit to yourself sit there and like think about what just happened and not to let it happen again because that's how like you go through a spiral of being manipulated and then you can't get out of it Mhm. yeah okay and then this one, we already kind of talked about it, but I put when, okay, when they say, I'm just not ready for a relationship, but, but walk away, y'all walk doing, away. y'all doing everything in the book, just like you're in a relationship, but they just say they're not ready for one. Like, <clears throat> no, because and they don't like, want your responsibility. Exactly. Like they, they take you out. They tell you about their feelings. They say that they want you, but they just not ready for a relationship. Like, tell me how no. that makes sense. You know why? It's because they want an, an they want loopholes. They, they see loopholes because once you say Vanessa, I'm in a relationship with you, you're my boyfriend you're, or you're my girlfriend. There's no room for error. There's no room. Exactly. To and, then, and then the moment, the moment you trip, they go, you're crazy. You weren't even my girl. You like what? You were saying that two days ago, though. Exactly. Let's go back to all the messages you sent. Like what now? So it's just like <laughs> I'm gonna have that same energy. That's what I'm saying. Have that same energy. Literally, until you're in a relationship, I'm gonna have the same energy you have with me. Like it's I don't owe you jack shit. Honestly, like I'm not telling you to tell me these things. I'm not begging you to say these things. You're saying them with your own mouth. You're typing them with your own hands. So for you to sit back and then get mad at me and be like, you're crazy. I never know. Like, you know what you said. You meant what you said. So whatever. That's why when guys say, like, I'm not ready for a relationship, but they do all the things in the book that look like you're in one. Now, Vanessa, what I will say, if you're fine with it, that that's cool. Like, yeah. if you're fine with not wanting a relationship and just, like, hanging out, then that's cool. But you need to be on the same page. Mm-hmm. And so – for me, a red flag is being on the same page, and that kind of dates back to my last point. Let them know what you want ahead of time, because at the end of the day, you can't be mad when they don't match what you want because you didn't say anything. 
Mm. So you just got to be upfront and like honest and like, you don't know this person. So if they ghost you, if they don't like what you said, well then whatever, like it is what it is. Okay. And then my last one. Okay. I feel like a lot of people are going to, I feel like this has become so common in this generation. There's probably going to be some people that disagree, but personally for me, a red flag is let's say you get to the point where like this guy really does want to cuff you. Like he does want to make you his girlfriend. A red flag for me though is people that men that like literally don't ask you to be their girlfriend. Like, you know, people that are like couples and they're like, Oh, we just knew what it was. Like we're a boyfriend girlfriend, but like, we just knew what it was. So like, he didn't have to ask me. It's like, no, like I literally mark my words. I am not going to be with the guy until he literally says those words to me because until he says, will you be my girlfriend? Like I'm single. Like, I refuse to sit there and be that girl that's like, oh, yeah, that's my boyfriend. Like, he says, that's my girlfriend. We just know what it was. It's like, mm. no, you're going to ask me because it doesn't take that much to ask me. And also, if that's something I want, like, don't you want to do something that I that would make me happy? Like, Yeah, I feel like, well, see, the thing is, I've never been asked, and I don't really know how it works. So it's like kind of weird yeah either way to like there's like happen. okay so like there's some people are like some people are like oh my god that's like such like middle school to like ask like will you be my girlfriend but literally it's not like there's men that go if they like really like you there's men that go like overboard just asking you like I'm not even asking for that like literally just like ask me to be your girlfriend and now we've established something like I don't care what you think it sounds like at the end of the day like you've asked me and now I've heard it and now it's like official mm. but like for you to sit there and try to tell me like oh we just know what it was and then like watch he he messes up and I call him out and he's like we weren't even in a relationship like they love to throw that in the beginning so future man if he's listening he better ask Honestly, you probably have to tell him to ask because he's going to be like, what the fuck? Like, you're probably literally going to be like, okay, I literally would say, this is what I would be like. If we had to talk, I'd be like, so are you going to ask me to be your girlfriend? And then if he says like, yes, and I'm like, okay, then say that. I'm literally like, then say it. Like, say it with your own mouth. I feel like, yeah, because I refuse to be like in a relationship with someone where we just knew like what what the heck is that we just knew that's basically the same thing as we're just going with the flow like no like I don't know that's just a red flag for me but some people really don't care about that but like for me I've always just kind of like wanted that do you see it as a red do you see it as a red flag though because what if he literally like has never like he literally thinks that that's the like I mean that you guys are in agreement to date but then like obviously if you know because why would it because it's like why would it be an agreement when I've never said it's an agreement on my end he thought that on his own well like you're giving him all the signs but that's that's basically me being like everything we just said though we just said we don't want a guy to treat us like we're in a relationship but not actually be in a relationship so if he doesn't ask me how would I know we're in a relationship because so then I would just be doing the same if, thing that other guys are doing doing relationship things when we're not what if he doesn't know that you're waiting to be asked like I, what if I he, feel like the conversation would come up because like you said like 
I doubt we would go all this time. Also, like I like I said, I'm not trying to do this thing where I'm going like a year in the talking stage with someone. So once it hits, like once I'm really feeling the guy and it like passes some time, like I feel like the conversation is going to come up. And when it comes up, mm-hmm. I'll be like, I'm not your girl until you ask me. Mm-hmm. Ew, that just sounds I don't weird. Know. But that's it like, just sounds that's weird. like a personal thing. Like I feel like some people truly don't care about it, but. I'm just, like, so traditional, I feel like. I feel like I just envision, like, if I get into, like, a serious relationship, like, I want to know the day you ask me. I want to celebrate anniversaries. And, like, I Well, then you need to move to Korea, sis. (laughs) No, like, I... You need a Korean man. And that's the thing. Like, I feel like so many people, like, I know, they've just become so, like... I don't know, this generation's perspective of love just literally sucks. Like, I firmly believe, like... A man's going to do whatever he wants to do for you if he really likes you, whether that be literally just asking you, will you be my girlfriend, or just, like, something. Like, I don't know. And I feel like it's not even asking for much. Like, you literally can't – like, what? If I was a man, I feel like I would want to do that. Like, I don't know. Yeah, also, I feel like that's what I really envy about, like, Korean culture because they literally, like, when they date you, like, they're all in for you. Like, you celebrate, like, okay, I think 100 days is a little bit much. Like, I don't, I mean, like, for us to be, like, we've dated for 100 days, like, three months, like, okay. But, like, they're really big on, like, anniversaries and, like, just, like, being together and, like, the couple things. And, like, I think that's really, really cute. Um, but, like, obviously, from what I've seen from people I know, it's just not like that. And I'm just like, we, why don't we just be friends? This is more like a friend. Okay. Literally, like, everyone I see, like, they celebrate that stuff. I don't know. It just, like, looks like, I didn't think it was just, like, a Asian thing. I feel like a lot of people still do it, but, like, I don't know. It feels like it's, it does guess- feel like it's not as common anymore. I guess for me, when I say, like, they're celebrating it, they're going all out. Like, literally, I will see, like, Korean couples on Instagram have, like, they're, like, at, like, a like a special destination. Like, they'll travel. Yeah. Like, the, in the hotel room, they'll have balloons that literally see 300 yeah. days. They'll have the cake. Like, I mean, like, yeah, people might celebrate it, but, like, to do that to that extent, that's what I mean. Like, it's no, yeah, very, yeah. like. like I, I literally, like, okay, so, like. My like Alyssa when she like celebrated her, I don't know how many years like it was something and they like went like on a getaway and like stayed the night at this really cute place and it was just like so cute and I'm just like men like that like I feel like they want to like show their appreciation for you and it's just like also there's another population of men where they don't do that and I'm just like if how am I supposed to be okay with men that don't do that when I see when I know there's like men that do do it though you know it's just like mm-hmm. literally like I have friends where their men literally go all out for them like whether it be a month a year two years like they be like going out. and I'm not even asking for that I'm asking for a man to just ask like say the words I feel like that's like the bare minimum but I'm not even yeah, asking that's, that's I'm what I'm talking about too like it's really cute because it's like they be going all out and they be like just like spending time with them and like you know showing their love and like I can't even get a man to commit to me like wow honestly that's it all of that that we just said is like the the minimum for me like for us like honestly I expect that shit like that's the thing like for me for us to celebrate an occasion like that's expected duh like it's not like this is some like crazy like 
saying that and asking for it. That's why it's like, do I have to literally knock you upside the head and be like, that's the thing. I'm not going to beg someone and like remind someone to do something for me. Like you're going to need to know that yourself. So get it together. Like I'm literally getting a headache talking about this. Cause it's like, you would think it's like common sense, but it's not. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like nowadays it's just become so common to like not do anything. Like let's let's not even talk about anniversaries. Just in general, like what happened to men opening the car door? Like what happened to men like just treating you with freaking respect? Like <laughs> what happened to Vanessa? What happened to men? Well, I'm sure there's not there, but like when men just like give me like show their appreciation and a rant like it doesn't my thing is I'm not I of course you expect things on a special holiday but even when it's not a special day like it doesn't have to be a whole ass like big dinner or like a whole like getaway but just like imagine your man coming home with flowers just on a random day like exactly that makes you excited like that makes you like and yeah that could be like a love language too because some people just are really like show their appreciation through that like giving and stuff like but even if they just like literally like okay I feel like one thing I admire about one of my friends relationships is like her man literally makes sure that he sends her good morning and good night every night you may think oh that's like he should be doing that but it's like I feel like once you get comfortable in a relationship like once you get like three four years deep you don't always tend to do that anymore. And the fact that he mm-hmm. still does that every single day and night, I feel like that just shows like the little things really do matter. Cause it's like other people, they be in one month, two months, one year relationships and their guys don't even do that anymore. So it's like, mm-hmm. there's like little things that I feel like are just so easy to do. And it's not even all on the guy. It's like women can do it too, but it's just like little things that I feel like people just like bypass nowadays and make it seem like, Oh, it's like, not a thing anymore it's like not common anymore why are you expecting that but it's like no because it's like such simple things you know and isn't it crazy how the weird thing is you don't really know if a guy's gonna be like that in a relationship like yeah you can go on like imagine you go on three dates with a guy and like he asks you out but like three dates versus your whole ass relationship like that's what kind of scares me because it's like I feel like, obviously, like, your intuition will tell you and blah, blah, blah. But it's just very interesting to, like, think about that and be, like, we're expecting all these things. But it's, like, I hope that it, like, turns out to be that way, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, never settle, ladies. Well, it's crazy because how do I, like, what if you really think he's a great moron and then you're in a relationship with him and he's, like, not even like that? It's just, like, well, damn, like, that's, um. You got to cut the cord. Because That's a waste honestly, of my time. it sucks in the moment, but it's like, you might as well cut the cord because unless you're going to be with him forever, why would you want to be with a guy that can't even say good morning to you? That's true. Like, and the crazy thing, I tell Vanessa this all the time. I'm like, we have, we're not, we are not in a relationship, nor we have even in a serious one. But like, just talking about it, like, that doesn't stress me out. It makes me very exhausted. Like, like. I literally, it's really exhausting, like, just focusing on myself, especially in this, like, pandemic era time, and just, like, thinking about, like, thinking about someone else really stressing me out, and that's why I was talking to my uncle, and he was like, you literally have to take it one day at a time, like, it's just one day at a time in a relationship, like, 
that's how you have to that's how you have to do it. Yeah. And it like yeah, and it I feel like some people that this is kind of off topic, but some people that end up with like someone and it's like they switch up on them cuz like one of my friends, she like got into a relationship really quickly with a guy and he was like super good to her, super like such a gentleman and then he just like completely switched up. So that's like it's just so scary to like be so invested in somebody and then literally not know who they are like three months later. And that's the crazy thing is another thing is I keep, I keep talking about my uncle cause I literally talked to him about this today, but he literally like what we were just saying, he literally was like, remember this quote, let love love. He literally was like, if someone is doing something for you, like for example, if someone is giving you 70% of the relationship and Vanessa, you're giving them what the other 30%, that's fine in certain aspects of it. Like he might give you 50% one day, you might give him 30%, but it needs to equal and needs to add up. Like if I'm always giving you 90% and you're only giving me 10%, I'm always doing for you. I'm always getting you things and you're not giving me and not just like, not just like physical things like gifts and stuff but like mentally yeah. being there for me then it's just not going to work out because yeah you have to be even at a certain point in your relationship and if it's if they're not giving you that like Vanessa said you just need to cut the cord because it's not going to yeah. change and like guys will be like oh I'll change like when you get into a fight oh it'll be better it'll get better like what the fuck like clearly it's not getting better because I'm stressed out about this all the time <laughs> okay so that's such a big dump we just said about red flags do you want to like wrap it up with turn off yeah so for me a turn off and I'm talking on dating apps because I haven't really like I don't know I haven't really experienced turn offs like that in real life dates um for me turn a turn off on a dating app is when a guy like kind of says something sexual but he's joking like I don't know it's just like (laughs) it's like it's not really like funny to me like and I mean like sexual sexual like if he says something like silly then it's fine but like that's kind of to me it's just like okay like can we have one conversation without something sexual coming up like I don't know if guys think that's cute or if it's like gonna make me like blush or something but I'm like no yeah what about you? Um, okay, so I feel like this is why guys always are like, women are so confusing, but a turnoff for me is like people that, men that are like, okay, so clingy, so fast. Like, I think it's funny because when I <laughs> envision myself with someone, I feel like I would want a certain level of clinginess. But mm. I wouldn't want it to be overbearing. And I feel like when people mm. get overbearing in the very beginning, like literally when you're just talking to them and they're so clean, mm. I feel like that's a turn off for me. Like it literally, I will be so interested in you. And the moment you start making me feel like overwhelmed with your cleanliness, like I will literally get so turned off because I'm just like, I don't owe you my time. Like, why are you, it's like, they're like demanding your time or like they like, want expect you to like drop everything and see them all the time it's like I will probably do that when I'm really into you but if I'm just getting to know you like you're in the back yeah I feel like clinginess it's like fucking annoying it's like bro like 
why? Like, I don't even like you yet. Like, why are you being annoying? Like, just stop it. Like, it's it's not cute at all. Um, mm-hmm. And I can't really think of any other, like, turn, turn off. Oh, obviously, this is a big one for both of us. People that can't hold conversation. Duh. Oh, my gosh, yes. Like, literally responding to me and with one word. I'm literally like, hey, like, how was your day? They were like, good. Like, do you really expect expect us to have an intellectual conversation with one word answers like I don't yeah. even know how I can get to know you when you're literally responding with one word or emojis like I'd rather you write paragraphs to me honestly than give me one word okay literally that's funny you said emojis because literally another turn off of mine is men that use too many emojis really like you ever I don't know I've had this I had this guy that I was like talking to this app one time like a long time ago and he literally responds like every word is with an emoji I'm not even kidding like he'll be like my day was good but instead of just putting my day was good it'd be like my day and then be like a son or something and then we like was good thumbs up and it's like what like that was so ugly to me or no this too it kind of goes with what you were saying or people that can't spell. Like this guy yes. today. This guy literally said, Hey. I was like, Hey, what's your up to? He said, What's W A T S up? U P V. What? 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 Like, I don't understand. What? U P V. Okay. I literally didn't respond. I was like, What the fuck? <laughs> like, that shit is not cute. Like, that's a big turn off for me, too. It's like, Can you speak? Uh, coherently because it's not cute yeah or like people that don't know the difference between like your and you are I'm like did you even pass like middle school like oh my god this guy Korean guy um on this app he literally his bio is 5.2 small is he on his dick size or (laughs) no he couldn't be right I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm still like, <laughs> anyways, guys, sorry. But um, we have been almost talking for 50 minutes. So you want to wrap it up, sis? Yeah, so I'm sure this was very um, quite the episode. But I feel like this kind of topic, you can honestly go on and on. Like, we probably talk about stuff like this on a day-to-day basis anyway. But mm-hmm. I feel like we've covered probably everything major that I want to talk about anyway. So glad about oh, yeah. that. But I don't know. I feel like overall, I mean, despite all this, I have hope that the good guys are out there. <laughs> and hopefully, like we said in our other episodes, it'd be so fun if we could like look back on this episode once we've like gotten into a healthy, good relationship and just look back at all the crazy stuff we had to deal with before. Yeah, and, like, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot, a lot, a lot of, it's hard out in these streets. I literally tell my parents and, like, my, I was not his siblings, but my, like, like, people I'm close with, I'm, like, it's, like, it's not easy to get in a relationship. Like, if it was easy, we would be in one. Like, when people are, like, oh, why aren't you dating? Like, you don't understand, like, what we have to go through to even get on a date, to a date. Like, it's just and this is what I was like stressing about kind of earlier to Vanessa I was like I just feel like in aspects of my life it's always stagnant and it's always repetitive 
And I feel like that's when it, that's like when it comes to dating, my dating life, because it's like nothing is changing. It's just the same old shit all the time. And yeah, obviously it'll come when I'm least expecting it, blah, blah, fucking blah. But like, sometimes I really don't believe that. Like I tell myself that, but I don't believe it. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes I'm really like, I don't think I'm going to be single for my whole life. But I think I just get really exhausted at certain times, like, when I'm on these apps and I'm just, like, exhausted thinking about it. Like, I don't want to even, like, pursue anything at the moment because I'm just tired. Um, but, you know, that changes every day. Literally, I'm up and down. So, it's just a roller coaster ride, y'all. And let us know what you guys, like, how you guys feel, especially during quarantine season, like, how is your dating life? How is your, how is the app going for you guys? Like what's going on? Because we've had it rough in quarantine and there's people out there that have it way worse than us. So I'm not sitting here being like, oh my God, this is like my, the worst thing in my life. Like there are worse things happening out there, AKA Trump being president. So please vote also. Yes. Like, share, do all of this. We'll catch you next Wednesday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Bye guys. Bye.